Yo, hello Brooklyn. It's your boy Pod Nam with your boy Pod Drew. That's right. Hello Bite Land, because it's another Brooklyn Bite. It's a bite. Gonna be aight, right, Drew? I think it'll be aight. It'll be aight. Today we're continuing our line of Brooklyn Bite divisional previews just ahead of the 2015-16 Nibba season. Mm. And we're up to what was probably, actually not probably, was definitively the best division in all of Babal last year. All the divisions in general were fearful of going and playing teams in this division because all of them made the playoffs, right? Every single one. Five out of eight of the uh, Western Conference playoff teams for 2015 were from this division. Damn. What makes it so good, Padnam? Well, it's got to be whatever the, the water they're drinking in there. In, in the Southwest? In the Southwest. It's got to be that, right? I mean, I mean, is New Orleans even considered? I wouldn't consider that the Southwest even. No, it just had to move over there because... They, they imported the, that water over. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I mean, they took Chris Paul from Charlotte, put him in New Orleans when they were the New Orleans Hornets... And then they'd say, well, we have to give you water. He's like, I don't like this fancy water. I'm going to L.A. Yeah. On a trip. And he was done. He was done for <laughs> That's how it went down, if you guys didn't know. But, yeah, we're going to talk Southwest Division. Teams out of the Dallas, Mavericks, Houston, Rockets, Memphis Grizzlies, Nolan, Pelicans. The Pelicans. And four-time defending champion Spurs? Not defending, but four-time champions. More than four. Or right? five. Five, yeah. Five, right? That's two years ago. It was five, right? Yep. Huh. Wow, those Spurs are uh, pretty good. I think they got a little bit better this year. What do you think? Uh, well, when you add someone who's already considered one of the best players in the Nibba to your already good team, mm-hmm. yeah, that's generally what happens. Because I guess we're starting on the Spurs then. But uh, Yeah, we'll start with the top. Popovich's boys. Yeah, L.A., well, Marcus Aldridge came on over, and uh, they'll be inserting him right into that starting lineup. Not really fair, in my opinion. I mean, come on. You Spurs think, good enough already. They wait, do. you think that's not fair? How about adding, uh, for $1 million, David West on top of that? Oh, yeah, and he's going to be like their eighth and ninth man? Yeah. Do you think that's fair? No. No. Well, I mean, these guys are what every team apparently wants to play for, and but not every player is can be a Popovich Spurs player, right? Um, they're very particular. What do you think makes a Popovich player? Well, you got to know when to take days off. Uh, are when to listen to Popovich and take days off. You also got to know when to basically deal with sarcasm all the time. And so when to do it is just all the time. Yeah, yeah. When to do it and also when, when to receive it, actually. And I would say make sure that you always dress up like you're a champion because there's no, there's never any like ridiculous outfits. Spurs aren't covered that way. They've never had any flamboyant, I guess, you know, superstars egotistically uh, on their team I can think of at all. Uh, what about you? No, not really. I mean, uh, maybe Tony Parker's flesh and his uh, French around a bit. You mean to former players' wives and stuff? Or yeah, you know. Uh, former teammates' wives? Something like that. But in general, yeah, I mean, you've got, of course, the workman-like superstar Tim Duncan in what is like 18th season or whatever he's on yeah. now. Yeah. One of my favorite players, Kali Leonard. I always bring him up because he's good. I, you know, Ginobili is old now, but he's still going to get some playing time. He can still make shots and uh, do things. Oh, they got Jimmer for debt. Uh, they brought him in as well. Can they revive this guy's career? Or start him on an NBA career, which Jimmy? is really good. Jimmy, Jimmy for debt? I don't know, man. I mean, he... he in terms of Mormon. I wouldn't say, like, his career. I would say he, he definitely is going to be 
a shooter that will be open with what the Spurs do and spreading the offense out. They have their big men can pass too. You know they acquire, they acquired two really good big men, but they, those guys can pass and they're not dummies basically. And Jimmer, I think, is a high IQ basketball player, but he's not athletic, and he was playing in Vivek land, sucking the. So I mean, you don't have much hope out of there in Sacramento. Right, but right. Well, let's let's say so. Obviously, I think this is going to be one of the best teams in the league, right? Yep. Well, let's look at it from this perspective. What could happen to this team where they where it goes downhill for them? Like, how could it go wrong for the Spurs? Well, let's look at the the sure things first um, before I make those predictions. So Tim Duncan. Parker and Ginobili, they will be resting, right, throughout the year. Tim Duncan will not play back-to-backs on a second of back-to-back at all, although they did change that in schedule. There's a lot of lesson that's. But they'll, he's going to be resting on either national broadcast games, whatever. He'll be resting, so he'll be yeah, fine. it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think it's going to be how much Kawhi Leonard can pick up the throne of you know, he did it in one series, obviously, really well. Last year was not a great year, but he still got signs at $91 million because he's part of their future. Well, he was injured at the beginning of the year. Right. And that's he was healthy. Right. Right. But right. once you get ramped back into it, he's playing up to speed again. I but if he gets injured again, I think that may that's be That's how they're going to... Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Plus, if the regular trio of Duncan, Ginobili, Parker, maybe it is just this is the year they all kind of hit the wall. Ginobili's a little bit there already. He was he was going to retire, and then eh, whatever. Yeah. You got LA, I'll come back for a year. Maybe maybe yeah. Duncan gets hurt again. Mm-hmm. Ginobili and Parker just don't have it as much anymore, right. and that's what could go wrong. And then it's just Aldridge by himself, like what came over here for. But you know, with Popovich, I feel like he's going to have him in good shape no matter what happens. So let's. Uh, where do you want to head next? Uh, let's go to their number one threat, and I'll let you decide who that is. Uh, well, just talking about it, I these teams are pretty good. I don't necessarily. Yeah, it's too hard to say their number one threat because these teams are all going to be. Are they one of their rivals? Well, in their let, let's go. Uh, let's go to the Grizzlies. Yep, I was thinking the same thing. Okay. So the Grizzlies, uh, they finished a season of second place in this division. 55 and 27. Same record as the Spurs. Yeah, they had the tiebreaker. Yeah. They had lost in the first round, I think? Uh, no, they defeated the Blazers, did they? No. Right, right. And then they lost in the second round. Right? Uh, yes. To the Warriors. To the Warriors, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. So, and Conley was hurt in the playoffs there, so that obviously was to their big detriment. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they have basically the same squad coming back. I don't really see too much difference here. They um, are they are one and in the preseason, so they're and uh, Vince Carter did get rim rejected. We did, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. So uh, main main Saturday, no main point. highlight of their preseason has been Matt Barnes. He's on the team now, and uh, there was some scuttlebutt with him recently, but we, we won't talk about that right now. Yeah, I mean maybe he'll want to come and address it, or someone else. Oh, we'll get him on the pod at, at some point. Yeah, okay. who knows. We'll have an expert on that. We're not. Experts. He seems pretty unpleasant. I don't know if I want to talk to him, but right, I guess well, we have to. Well, maybe we'll have someone from Basketball Wise come on. Who knows? Because his, his ex-wife was on that show. So we got the additions of Ryan Holmes. Not so, much of an addition. Uh, he's a former uh, someone who was, he was on the team I liked, and uh, he's not. He's no Russ player. Smith of Louisville. He's last year as a rookie. He's on another team, but he's. He, I think he got traded to this team. Brandon Wright, uh, solid big man as well. They got a lot of depth with their big men's now. Yeah, they don't have good depth. From what I'm seeing, I don't like their depth in the backcourt. Okay, so let's list their backcourt. They got Tony Allen, obviously, stud defensively. Yeah, uh, that's a starter, though. Yeah. You got Matt Barnes, 
Vince Carter. You got Jeff Green, who plays guard and shoots small forward and power forward. These aren't consistency guys that you're naming is the problem. Uh, Tony Allen and Allen Cor- Lee. But, but uh, yeah, even him, he is not a great consistency guy either. That's um, the same makeup, but they're playing their analytics, whatever they're running now, and then also a lot of the same defense that Lionel Hollins had uh, with Jaeger, right? Coach Jaeger? Yeah. And B- oh, Bino, Bino Udre is on the team. He's good. I like him. Uh, yeah. He's probably the, one of the better best and they players. And they did draft Alex Stevenson out of okay, USC. I was going to ask who they drafted, but yeah. I'm not really too familiar with him. What position is he? Is, he's a shooting guard, or small forward shooting okay. guard. So if he is oh, and good, then can And Lazare Jones, play. UCLA. So a lot of Pac-10 arrivals on this team. There's actually a lot of Pac-10 people. you got mm. Jordan Adams. Yeah, because I think Collins went to UCLA. Collins, Lazare, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a team that they have to basically do what they've been doing, mm-hmm. and they just need a little more luck, I want to say, in terms of how the other teams do, and in terms of how they get seeded in the playoffs. Injury health, I mean health, like, I think they have the pieces still to to go deep into the playoffs. Well, two years ago, they were in the Western Conference Finals. Right, yeah. and I, I think they could get back there with the right. squad, potentially, um, if the bench plays more consistently, but then... It, they do need like that luck, like I'm talking about, or that things that fall their way. It's just tough in this division and the Western Conference as a whole. And their core is great. I like Conley. I like I like Gasol. I like Conley, Gasol, Randolph. I mean, that's their and, yeah. and the Tony Allen defense. That's the core, certainly. But so let's say let's say Jeff Green plays to a consistent level of I don't know. Rand- he has never Se- done it yet. I know, I know. Seventeen and maybe eight. You know, seventeen points, eight points a game. Is that now enough? Do you think to put them over to the top? Because he's, I'm looking at an X factor. What did he average last year? I don't know. Something like I'll tell you right now. Like it wasn't near that. Uh, it was last. Well, career wise, it's fifteen and four. And then last year he averaged thirteen and four. So. I mean, if you can give them a consi- yeah, like fifteen, sixteen, and four, Double five, that's boards. not bad. Yeah. But they also need Courtney Lee to score for them too. Well, they need Vince Carter's there for. Offense, right? To, to make buckets, but yeah, he's, but he's not. I, I, they can't rely too much on. No, no one can. He's not. Yeah, no one can say. I mean, that. he's a nine tenth man at this point, right? At best. But I'm thinking the reason why I say I, I'm going to leave it on this point. I think Jeff Green is huge to like. This is his last shot to make a difference on a team. The Celtics expected a lot out of him. Uh, they didn't get it. Um, okay, so he obviously expected a lot out of him. Yeah, him. and then that's why they traded for size. So. This is literally, his, he'll still get paid, he's, he's under a big contract anyways, but for a team to evolve, that's what they're thinking, they're optimistic that by year, what, I think it's year nine now, maybe, or year eight? Yeah, that much, I, I would have thought, maybe seven. Well, I think it's a year after, um, well, it's just, same year as Durant. Same year as Durant. Okay, yes, so... Yeah. So, Jeff Green, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, oh, I was thinking Simeon as well. Yeah, he's got eight years, so this is his ninth year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Green's old friend, uh, James Harden, and his Houston Rockettes. Mm. You mean the self-proclaimed James Harden best player in the NBA, and also thought that he should have won the MVP? That's the one, yeah. Uh, so, also, boyfriend of Khloe Kardashian. James is Harden? it really? Yeah. And also uh, was fined by Adidas for wearing Jordans. Was Chloe the one that was married to Lamar, um, Lamar Odom? Yep. And also was with... I don't get it. Not Meek Mill, <laughs> another Frenchman. Tom, French I don't get it, uh, but okay. They want to be more famous. So, uh, Harden can't really get more famous, so that doesn't make sense for him. Well, his beard uh, is doing a good job. Anyways, yeah. and also I just want to give you this one note on this. Apparently Dwight Howard... Is, give me that note. On Ball Don't Lie, uh, quoting Kelly Dwyer here. 
Dwight Howard says he played through a torn MCL and meniscus in the playoffs. Hmm. Is Dwight Howard... Is that what caused him to, like, knock over refs and, you know, lash out at them? It's torn MCL. Well, I mean, when you're in pain, you definitely just start yelling at people. Yeah. Do you think Dwight Howard's career as... I mean, we're assuming the downslope of it, but do you think he'll ever be able to be healthy in general (laughs) again? Or is it just... I mean, with his body type, it's got to be tough. Um, But probably not. Mm -hmm. I mean... Obviously, he was able to play through that that stuff. So it's and he was out for a majority of the time. James Harden lifted the team up, right? Yeah, that's why everyone liked Harden as an MVP choice. Now, a lot of people are going to say that the reason the Rockets faltered or couldn't get to the finals is because James Harden turned over the ball. To well, that, but also no Patrick Beverly was hurt throughout the playoffs as well. He was like their big uh, him and Harden together were. He was adding in the defense where Harden is a liability and he was playing well at the two spot and didn't someone else someone else was hurt and out as well weren't they uh no, Monte Yunus Monte Yunus right? yeah the best post player so nasty so, I love, he's so good so I like him common theme is for the NHL teams to make it to the finals they all need to stay healthy which Wish all we have to do is look at the Warriors the Warriors did that them. really well at, at least in the west you have to stay healthy yeah. a little different in the east but so they lost Josh Smith to the Clippers that's really the only yeah, thing. Which, they re-signed Jason. And he was only there for half the season. Yeah. He played all right, but... They signed Jason Terry to re-signed him. He's 59 years old at this he's point. Uh, close there. I think he's 61. 16 seasons. And major pickup here, Ty Lawson uh, from the Nuggets, uh, who was smoking a bowl while watching the draft, and said, oh, well, goodbye Denver. As he said, tweeted. oh, goodbye Weagle Weed. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, is Ty Lawson the answer to these Rockets? I don't well, think. it's the question. <laughs> I don't, no, I mean, they won the division last year. And yeah, they got no, better. So they did end up winning the, the division. By one game. Let's see what that record 56 was. and 26. Yes. And they were in it to the Western Conference Finals, right? Surprisingly, it was surprising to most, including myself, mm-hmm. that they got past the Clippers, and now the Clippers really blew that one game and everything else, blew the series. But yeah. with those injuries to the Rockets and everything, it was surprising. But then they laid down pretty easily to the Dubs. So. I mean, I do like this team. It's pretty much the same with a, lot, a little more shooters added with Marcus Thornton. And then uh, then you got Ty Lawson, who's very quick. So it's, now Pat Beverly can come off the bench and annoy you know, just dominate whoever is their backup point guard and restrict them from doing anything. You got Trevor Reza still on their team. I, I don't know. I like this team. What do you think about Mikhail's coaching? Mikhail, as a coach, uh, he's a very underrated coach, I you would think? say. I don't know he's, in terms of his X's and O's, nor have I ever, like, stared at, like, those Ed Mike games things and see what Not he's... Not Mike staring? No, no, no. But I think... When you're part of a dynasty such as Boston and you fall along from that tree with Red Auerbach, it does well, it does turn into championships. Jordan eventually. would be a good coach if that was the case, or good. Yeah. Uh, well, Jordan didn't listen to Phil. Jordan did what he wanted to do. Phil worked around yeah. what Jordan did. So uh-huh. that's, that's it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. And then, but you talk about Steve Kerr, for example. You talk about the Cavs, who had you know a lot of people from the Spurs organizations as well and Lakers organizations as well. So like, I think he's putting a stamp on his team. It's going to be on Dante Menteonis, I think. Honestly, if he stays healthy. I think that's the X factor, not Ty Lawson. No, because uh, Ty Lawson's gonna. What if, uh, what if 
Howard is injured most of the year is more of a non-factor. Are they done, or can they go on without him? They don't need scoring from him anymore. He needs to be a fucking uh, Dijon. I'm saying he doesn't give them right. a, a little to nothing this year, which could happen. If he doesn't do anything at all this year? Well, well let's say he's hurt two-thirds of the season or something. Kind of like last year, right? Uh, yeah. I think it'll be the same same thing. Same thing for the Rockets. Dwight Howard now doesn't have... He realizes he's the most paid player on the team, 21K, but he's not a leader. He never has been, you know? he's. This is why he opted into his Orlando deal, because he was scared to offend people that one year, and then it made it complicated and he got traded to the Lakers. That's why he left. He's Dwight Howard, honestly. Like, I don't have any personal vendetta against Dwight Howard so, himself. Do you think they could win the championship? They need to put some of these pieces together to get another solidified star because Dwight Howard is not that person anymore. I don't know who it is, um, but it has to be... Would they trade Howard? Huh? Would they trade him? If they could. I don't... I mean, they signed him to a five-year deal started last year. Hmm. Would a team take a chance on him now? No one's going to touch him. It's kind of like the way people were with Brooke Lopez after he got injured, you know? Uh, no one would want to touch Brooke Lopez until he's a free agent. They can offer him whatever they want to offer him. What do you think? Uh, if they can make the, if they can uh, win the finals, yeah, I'll give them an outside shot. I don't think it's likely, but if Harden just goes off in a series, and then Beverly and all these guys, Lawson plays well, all these guys can play defense and stay healthy. Yeah, and I'll give them a shot. But yeah, I don't with the Howard situation, and I'm not as high on McHale as a coach as you seem to be. So I'm going to say not likely, but but with Harden, you know, playing like he has been. Mm-hmm. The past couple of years, you gotta give them a shot. Right. Let's talk about the Pellies. Uh, we do Pellies. I was, uh, was going to do Mavericks, but let's do Mavericks last. I don't want to end on the Mavs. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about Pellies. Pellies so, made the playoffs for the first time as the Pelicans in franchise history, right? Yep, they just scraped out the Thunder on a tiebreaker. Yep. The Durant was Thunder. Um, yeah. I think we, we were watching a Nets Knicks game one night, and then we were walking out of the bar. We saw Anthony Davis throw up this double pump three. Mm-hmm. To beat the Thunder, which was like one of the craziest highlights of the year last year. Apparently, Anthony Davis has been working on his three-point game as well. He can make any type of shot, it seems like. He's been practicing, actually, Kevin Durant's form, because Kevin Durant's so tall. Well, long arms, and it's been working. So, Anthony Davis, all-star player, MVP candidate, potentially. He will be again this year, I'm sure. What are your thoughts? On Davis or on the team? Just, I mean, what are your feelings of the Pellies? Um, I think, well, here, uh, let's point out that Alvin Gentry is on as coach now. I think this is going to be a significant upgrade to Monty Williams, who I would consider to be one of the worst coaches in the NBA. Very strong statements by Padre. Well, he just made really bad decisions, I think. Terrible game management, that sort of thing. Um, So I think Gentry's going to be a better coach, so that's promising. Not as promising is their... I guess the roster. Well, let's see who they added. They did add. They kept North Cole. They resigned him. Who is their sixth man? I mean, that's. I yeah. don't know if that's that great. I mean, Omar Asik is still on Dexter. Alonzo G, my old friend. Uh, you you got, he, if he's gonna, it seems like he's going to have to play some significant yeah, minutes on the team. Him, so I don't know. Drew Holiday was on the team, but he's hurt last year, so a healthy Drew Holiday should help. Yeah. Jeff Adrian, UConn zone. And... Yeah, Corey Webster. Well, I don't know who that's a rookie. It yeah. seems like they're other than Davis, obviously, he's huge. But other than that, they're kind of playing a little small ball. Well, it makes sense. Eric Gordon, Terry Evans, both in the yeah. lineup, and Drew Holiday. I mean, none of those guys are big. Evans is a guy that I think he's going to be big for them. Like if he he's a little inconsistent as well. Um, 
like some day, games he just goes off and yeah. amazing, like can't be stopped going for the rack, all that. But then he kind of, he's another guy who can disappear from time to time. Well, Wagner's also shown make like decision. Like that. Yeah, go over Wade. So yeah. I think they need real consistency on him to really challenge in this division. I see. Like I see this team being a makeup of the 2010 Suns when Gentry was the coach. Then mm-hmm. you got a big man who could shoot lights out, Ryan Anderson, like Channing Fry was that person. Um, 2010. You got a big man that's explosive and can handle the ball and pass the ball really well, like Amari Sadamara, circa. Anthony Davis. They don't have a Steve Nash, but they got some good passers. I mean, True Holiday was averaging like eight or nine assists a couple years ago in, on Philly when he was an all-star that year. And that's really it. They're probably just going to be running teams. The, the key is going to be Eric Gordon, who was signed to that big contract a while back. Been injured notoriously over and over again, two seasons in a row. And if they can't get rid of him, I think he's in the last year of his contract, if they can't get rid of him and trade him, I mean, if he doesn't do well, they should get rid of him and trade him. Yeah. Sign someone else. So. so, this isn't a team you think could make could win the finals or anything like that, right? But are they going to go back to the playoffs? Not with the Thunder. Win a playoff yeah. series? I think the Thunder... The is going to knock them out? I mean, Thunder's not just going to knock them out. They're going to be a lot higher than most teams were last year, I think. For playoff seating, but I'm talking yeah. in general. Like, so. Yeah, by default, if you take out... If, if you see the teams that weren't in the playoffs last year, Thunder being one of them... Do Pelicans have enough to last the whole season and make the playoffs this year in the competitive West? I want to say I hope so, but I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, maybe Davis just is so good that he wills them to. That's if he becomes Bill Russell combined with Will Chamberlain, like people are saying he could be, maybe. Then yes, I would say that. All right. Well, we're talking about playoffs. This is a good transition into yeah. those maps because I might have some feelings about this. The Mavericks? Yeah. Well, the I, Darren Williams Mavericks? Yeah. See, I mean, I'll get your opinion in a second. Right. But right off the bat, I'm mm-hmm. going to say about the Dallas team. Rick Carlisle, one of the best coaches in the NBA. I don't think anyone would deny that. But Yeah. I would say X and L's wise and scheme-wise, yes. Personality-wise, I could care less. So. Well, I, but I think this team could honestly has potential to be a disaster. Oh, good. You phrased that like in a way where you were saying, well, I was saying Rick well, potentially could be, and then your no, ceiling. Was I think uh, to the look at, like, let's let's look at the pieces here. Okay. All right. So first off the bat, Wesley Matthews. They bring him in, sign him to a big contract. After He's he ruptured his Achilles, Achilles. Yeah. he might miss at least half the season or more, or right. whatever. Right. They obviously don't get DeAndre and Jordan, and that that makes him look bad and everything to begin with. Well, they got him. But then, well, then he's not on the team. Yeah, they bring in old Darren Williams, who Nets we know how we feel about him mm-hmm. uh, as far as being a team player and whatnot. Well, they got two former uh, Nets guards there, the ones that got traded for each and other. Darren Harris, yeah, exactly. who was eh, at yeah. this point. Yeah, Raymond Felton they also brought in. He's another a guy that can't keep his weight down. But mm-hmm. this is just some pieces that I don't. I you didn't even mention the funniest finish. one, which is Javale McGee. So I didn't even get there. Javale <laughs> McGee, Dirk is. Yeah. Still has some sh- a shot, but I mean, he's not what he used to be. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to rely hugely on Chandler Parsons to be a star, which you know he had a little better season last year than I predicted preseason. But I still don't think he's like top uh, what ten player in the league, which it would need to be for this team. I think. Yeah, I mean Dallas is smart though with what they do every year. I think. Well, I think a part of that's because of Carlisle. Yeah, I think it's Carlisle, also Mark Cuban, very smart business acumen. I think. 
they're going to do what they do every year and at least try to get the 50 wins and make the playoffs. But I think this is the year they don't do it. They had um, literally 50 last year. Yeah. Seven seed. So it sounds like you're agreeing with me that they're going to be going. Yeah, it, it, it depends on how things play out. Like, for example, it's, I think it's between them. Now thinking about it again, I think it's Nolens or Dallas being that French playoff team. And they're going to be the eighth. Whoever, one of those teams will be the eighth seed. And when it comes down to it, these players are older. We already know the issues with Darren Williams in terms of injuries. He just has not been the same the past three years. Dirk and Whiskey cannot take over a game like he used to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, and you got Sammy Deber as their starting center, and then Phil McGee as their backup center. I mean, this is like similar to what they had Chris Kamen and Elton Brand that year. And Dirk, that's two years ago. Julia yeah, play the, that position, but yeah. So what's the record? Oh, we didn't mention Chandler Parsons as well. Was it? Yes, we. D- you don't listen. To oh, this. right. Sorry. Oh, I didn't mention them. Sorry. <laughs> they be- I was saying they need for them to be a playoff team. I think they need a huge year out of him. Oh. Out of him to play like a top fifteen. Well, wasn't that's what I was saying. No, I didn't mention his yeah. injury last year. He was out for a majority of last year, and Who? was Parsons wasn't in the playoffs last year at all. Chandler. Well, it wasn't out for the majority. He was, I mean, he, he played was, for the majority of the year. Uh, he was injured from time to time of the year, and then he got. He was out for the playoffs, and then they got the Rondo thing happened as well. So they were they were two starters out of that first round matchup. The lineup right now, if Parsons steps up his game and Darren Williams is consistent, can they make the playoffs? Yes, I think that's that's a, that's their ceiling. Question is, will that happen? Right now, I'm inclined to say no. And let's do records then. Okay, let's get to it. Start with the Mavs. Let's start with the bottom, which is the Mavericks for me. Me, me as well. I'm going to go with them at, let's say, 42 and 40. Okay, I actually had uh, 44 and 38. Mm-hmm. So you're even lower on them than I am. Yeah. And then you're going to have the Pellies finishing fourth? Yeah. Pellies are going to finish fourth. They're going to get 50 wins, 32 losses. Okay, I have them at 48 and 30, uh, 34. All right, who do you have for third? Well, this is where it's going to get tricky. And I'm going to... Well, give me your third first. I'm going to go Rockets, man. I don't think... I mean, they, all these teams were differed by a, a game last year. But I think the Rockets will have too much to worry about with Dwight Howard right now. And it's not saying anything inconsistent that I said before, but I don't think they're going to surprise people. People are going to get ready for James Harden explosion again. And it's going to be a 52-win season. Okay. It's not that much of a difference. I agree with them next. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm going to go third Rockets. Uh, 54 and 28, I'm going to put them yeah. down for. Yep. And then are you taking Grizzlies or Spurs to win it? Uh, Grizzlies are taking second, Spurs at first, and they're going to go for a 61 season this year. The Grizzlies 61? No, no, no. The Spurs. Oh, Spurs. What do you have the Grizzlies? I got the Spurs at, I mean, I got the Grizzlies at 50, let's say 57. That's the, the Spurs are the, the Grizzlies. I have a 57 also. Grizzlies at 57. Yep, I completely agree. And 25, and then I got Spurs at 62. And what is that? I completely agree. Yeah. 20, 62, and 20. Yeah. Those are the same numbers I have for both teams. So, well, agree and too much. And just so you know, listeners, I don't write stuff down. So, I don't know. And you Drew, should have been writing your numbers down because I haven't been writing, I've been writing mine down now. Yeah, we, we'll have to listen back to these Brooklyn Bites. We'll have to have a marathon of just sitting down and listening to the Bites. But this is going to be the last bite for now because next episode we're going to be doing full episode. Cut, and what are you saying? You didn't preview the Atlantic yet. Don't worry. Do the Atlantic preview, mm-hmm. plus have some guests on. 
yeah. talk all types of Nets preseason. There might, might be some familiar faces right, or so voices. And faces. look out for that one. And uh, make sure you follow us, as you should be doing already, at Brooklyn Rebound, at Podboys on Twitter. And then you can check us out on our Facebook page, which we didn't announce, Facebook. Like us at Podboys. P-O-D-B-O-Y-Z. Yeah. And, dude, you got anything to plug? You did, did you do anything? I don't know if you did anything this week at all. Nope. No? No? no. I mean, every week I do the Mr. Zralv and oh. uh, that's on this that, Brooklyn What is that, Theater football well. or something? That's Niffle related. Oh, so okay. Picks for your football picks yeah. for the week. Yeah. Make sure you listen to that. Yeah, check that out. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us and listening, and peace out to the West Coast. Peace, peace. Bye.